Hi, welcome to Not Your Mommy's Advice podcast. We are Claudia and Ariel. We're here to disrupt taboos, intergenerational patterns, and invite you into our unlearning as a young, first-generation Latinx couple. We are parents, kids of immigrants, Bay Area born, with lots of love and pride of our cultura. We hope you find validation, meaning, and value in our honest and candid conversations. This podcast is for you if you want to see how we stay true to ourselves while still staying connected to each other. It's not all unicorns and rainbows, and we lay out all our cards so you can learn from our journey. Welcome. Hello, and welcome to episode four of Not Your Mommy's Advice podcast. I'm Claudia. And I'm Ariel. Welcome to the show. Hi, welcome back. Uh, this is uh, our, what was that? That's our fourth episode. Fourth, right? yeah. Wow. It's been fun so far, so. I think so, too. We've been we've been struggling to get this one done. This one has been a tough one. Kids, travel. Birthday. Y'all know how it is. It was my birthday, so. Happy was, birthday, honey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah. my little Pisces baby. I, I've been getting a lot of uh birthday uh messages and celebrations, which I feel like is kind of new for me, but it is uh just trying to let it let it in, let it sink in, and just appreciate it for what it is. People love you, honey. People think about you. Yes, I do. I know, I know. Thank you. Thank you for the people that that love me and think about me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? Do you have any updates? I don't know what else to. I think that was a that was a big update, but I'm throwing you a curveball here. This is an this is off script, y'all. <laughs> an update? Uh, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> no updates. All right. Well, should we spin the wheel and see what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, I did. Oh, actually, I did have a revelation about my relationship with my son earlier this week. Oh, in do therapy. You, do you want to say it now, or do you want to wait till we see what we're going to be talking about? Uh, I'll just share a tidbit of it now. Okay. Yeah. That, uh, with my oldest son, so the gist of the story here is just to attune to what he's feeling and help him, uh, help him like name the emotion. And then for me to also sit with the emotion as the adult and the and and the person that's there so it's hard because i've been raised to run away but sticking through it i'm noticing it and the goal is to be able to change it for him and so that he can have a different experience mm-hmm. and i can have a different experience yeah i mean we could do an entire podcast episode about this but and i feel really grateful that you had that insight as I'm working on my own parenting journey and trying to help myself stay regulated through my kids' dysregulation and being able to name and sit with an emotion is, I think, the biggest challenge as a parent. Like, that is literally, like, the crux of parenthood. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, at least to me, anyway, like, just having the capacity to hold your child's emotions, so. It's hard, man. I was just in a group of with men, and a lot of us feel similar, you know, at least in that group. You know, yeah. it's hard. It's hard to sit with the emotion of your kid. Mm-hmm. Um, For many of us, it's like because we're because we're first gen, 
this is the first time, like we don't have the template. I think that's part of what we talked about. Like, this is the first generation where we're like, how do you navigate that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's been new with me. Yeah. About with you. Similar, I think. Um, so, I mean, fresh off of this somatic experiencing training, which is all about healing trauma in the body and helping regulate your nervous system. I think the biggest takeaway for me, even though I went to this training as a practitioner, the biggest thing for me was realizing like growing my capacity as a parent, just through helping myself stay regulated, regulated, being like calm, aware of myself, um, not feeling worked up, feeling like I could sit with something that's uncomfortable being patient. Like, you know what I mean? I think I can throw these terms around like, Oh, I want to regulate my nervous system. And I know that you know what that means, but I think like just in general, like just be able to be present and love and attune to my kid and to myself too, because I was really wearing myself thin, I think previous to that. And this just redirected my attention to like, how can I be present with the relationships that matter the most to me? Because if I don't, if I really am not like pouring into myself and into those relationships, then what is this all for? So I'm going to say those relationships. I mean, the three of you. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so yeah, that's been like my biggest, that's been the biggest thing that has been up for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. A lot of growth, a lot of, a lot of change and just trying to be more aware, trying to do better and be better. So, yeah. Yeah. So, one thing I love about you too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, should we get into the spin? Let's spin. All right. Let's see what we're going to have this week. Uh, let's see. I love that it has a little sound. I know. You've mentioned that in the past. <laughs> oh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, this is a good one. Okay, so the topic at hand is, this is very gendered, but the topic at hand is I need to have sex with my partner to keep him. I guess we just threw it in there as like something, there's a belief that it is. Or maybe not keep him, maybe it's keep them. Keep them. Yeah, need to have sex with my partner to keep them. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the question, right? I think I wrote it like this. I mean, it's not really a question. I think it's just more of like a piece to comment around, but I wrote it because this is something that I've heard time and time again. So it should be, should be a good one. I think this is a good one. So juicy. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely like, a. it's one of those things that. It's a hot topic. <laughs> it, it it's not that it's hard to talk about i just feel like the conversation is usually not it's just not had in public you know it's one of those things that it's like a a contract between partners and there's expectations along with those contracts or like that like agreement that you make with your partner and there's a lot of expectations around sex you know like I think like as a partner, as a partner of someone, like there are expectations, you know, and if they're not talked about, then they can definitely like permeate the room, if that makes any sense. 
I think you're speaking a little bit more abstractly than I can grasp at this time of the evening. <laughs> All right. Well, what but, do you think about it? Yeah. Straight off the bat, because I'm I'm obviously in abstract world. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was just thinking like so many couples. I'm I'm still shocked as to how many couples like lack specifics around like what they need in the relationship. I mean, including us, right? Like until recently, it was like the conversation around sex has just like become so much more rich because I'm like, well, obviously sex, maybe it's not obvious, but I'm just saying like sex can be sex like physically and getting those physical needs met, but it has such deeper implications mm-hmm. um, or like multi-layered implications around connection and intimacy, feeling wanted, belonging, feeling connect. I already said connected um, expression, play, like all of these different needs that get to be fulfilled. And then when you're in a monogamous relationship, a lot of that times, like there's so much pressure that comes out, like into the partnership specifically, like on the partner. Um, and I feel like before you, and I think most of the time, I think I, at least what I've seen is it was like, I just experienced people as just like, just projecting all the time onto their partner just like I have these needs and I have these expectations and you should fulfill them because duh, like you're with that's, me. You're with me. So well, like, uh, hello. Obviously, you gotta have sex with me. What are you talking about? Yeah, man? we're together. So <laughs> I mean Or else I'm gonna go find it somewhere else. You know, that's the, it could also go down that path. I mean, we're saying that in we're saying that in jest, but I think like there's so many, there's so many different ways to like. There's so many different ways to experience yourself as a sexual and sensual being and experience intimacy. I think what I'll say is that I'll stick to my own experience, right? And I think the reason why this felt like such a hot button topic for me is because I've just heard that type of language multiple times throughout my life. Mm -hmm. Um, like, well, you want to have sex with your partner or else he's just going to go and find it somewhere else. You got to keep him happy. And then even after we had the baby, um, like it was told to me, like, well, you know, you got to keep your husband happy. So you make sure that you're fulfilling his needs too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I fucking had a baby like four weeks ago. <laughs> like, fuck off. <laughs> Uh, mean, that that, that child wild. came out of my vaginal canal. It's pretty wild <laughs> like, that some folks have babies like literally right after that. Like I'm like, dude, that's insane. oh, like they have back to back. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. y'all going to work quick. But like, whatever, that's fine. I'm not even talking about like the physical trauma to the body. Like, not trauma. Like, birth is traumatic. I'm just saying, like, birth is an event where your body has to actually physically integrate. Mm-hmm. But then the emotional integration of that, I'm like, well, I'm navigating all of this identity change. I'm like, I'm not thinking about actually maybe having sex with somebody in that in that time. Yeah. So I think that was like, that was, that's been something that was like really interesting. Like who those things came from, which were like close friends, family members. Um, I'm like, why are you giving me this message about like, like nothing about my pleasure, nothing yeah. about like what I'm, how I get, how I need to, or get to be supported. It was like, well, you just got to make sure you keep your partner happy. So they don't go find it somewhere else. For sure. <laughs> Not more, much without, more of a without, conversation. Like, without asking me if that's actually what 
is it yeah like not even a context you know what i'm saying like you don't even you haven't even talked to me (laughs) i don't think that you would ever talk to me about that that's the the person that said it yeah The, the people that would say that i'm like you haven't even you wouldn't even ask me like we're not even at that point you know what i'm saying like it's it's such a yeah it's such a nuanced i feel like pressure for both partners i feel like because mm-hmm. at least for me like i look at it as like i think there it becomes hard and and i've struggled with this because i am still like figuring out what is it exactly about uh sex that is pleasurable and not pleasurable what i like and what i don't like and i'm still finding this out i'm like 32 because it's not like one of those things that like as a young man i get taught to like look this is what sex doesn't have to just be penetration it could also be like you know it could be other ways it could be uh it could be laughing it could be touching set like centrally it could be other ways you know what i'm saying like all these different like avenues that could have me fulfilled but because it gets narrowed down to just this one act it becomes this uh it becomes this pressure also for me you know what i'm saying because i'm like well if it doesn't look this way then am i really being like is there really pleasure in that Mm -hmm. like penetration Mm -hmm. and ejaculation like it's like those are the two things that it's like that we're just like conditioned to be like, this is the goal and this is what needs to be achieved. And this is the pinnacle of every sexual interaction. Um, and if it's not that, then it's not that. <laughs> and it's not sex. Yeah. And I think like, and that as, and when I was younger, I feel like the message was I needed to have sex. Like it needed to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what partnerships were about. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you were going to go and hook up with somebody, like, the end goal was to do that. Like, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go find my freaking future partner of my life, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's very cute. That's not, that's not what was told to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, it's, so it becomes like a really young idea. And if you don't get to this point where you start questioning, like, what exactly about sex in in all its totality like what it actually means to you what do you like what do you dislike mm-hmm. then it then it becomes this thing that it's really young it's a really young idea like it never develops like it never has support to develop past that sort of like first developmental marker if you will, or like the first time you like kind of like ingested and metabolize that information because at least for me like what i'm ex- what i'm experiencing you saying is like or interpreting that you were so young at that point you're like well this is what it has to be and then that's just what it was for a really long time until someone challenged it yeah and it took it took until in my you know early i mean i'm only only i just turned 32 but yeah, you're pretty young. within the last <laughs> you know three years i feel like or even two years i feel like i really have like kind of dived into these thoughts about like sex and like again the pleasure that that I want and the pleasure that I need so that I could communicate that to to you as my partner mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so like it doesn't become this this almost like shadowy figure that it needs to look this certain way you know what I'm saying because it, again like it's a young idea it's a super young idea at least to me you know what I'm saying like nobody really talk to me like when my dad talked to me about sex one (laughs) he was drunk and then two it was inaccurate you know what I'm saying so like I it was inaccurate what he was telling me so I never actually got like these 
pointers or like these like messages about what that what sex is what it's about what it can be about you know what i'm saying like the possibility i think that's one of the things that gets missed in that like Mm -hmm. the possibility of like you could actually find out something really deep about yourself oh my god yeah within the act of sex you might figure out that you might like laughing with it you know what i'm saying like that's something that i've like have have figured out i'm like oh my god i'm like really really i'm like really i'm like really goofy you know what i'm saying like and yeah, it, such a I mean it can be especially with a partner like I feel like it can be such a vulnerable point of like connection and it's like uh, so this is for me and what I'm experiencing you saying it was like yeah if we're not like having fun and not able to like because we in a sense like it is play so it's like if we're not able to like have fun and play and giggle and laugh at least for me that I'm like then it becomes this other thing where it's like, we have to be really serious. And <laughs> like, it has to be very serious about like, I don't know, like what you're liking and this other thing that just feels really like ominous and pressured. And yeah. 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 And, and you know, and we're focusing on like the actual act of sex, but this is that other part of the question, which is like the keeping of the partner. Yeah, and, for and, sure. And that to me is like one of the most like painful things that I think I hear like in regards to this because the 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 keeping like well one you can't really keep somebody but like there is this like fear of like losing somebody over this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like and like that feels really shitty to like actually have folks feel like man, I'm gonna lose you if you don't like if you don't do this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And like and then on the other end, I don't know what that person is necessarily feeling. I mean, I can make a lot of ideas of what I think they're going through. But like, it, to me, it just kind of boils down to like, you're you're not talking about the thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not talking about what's in the room. You know what I'm saying? Like, there should be no reason why your partner is fearing losing you over sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's something else there. And like, it takes a certain level of like wanting and like willingness to like deep yeah. deep dive in there to actually be able to name it of like oh you know what you know i just miss holding you you know what i'm saying like i want you to hold me i don't know you know what i'm saying like yeah like i i don't know i want you to tell you i just want you to tell me that you love me i don't know yeah but- i mean i think i think what you're saying is, is like what i've also experienced in you is like your willingness to investigate and inquire into your relationship with sex and what you need and intimacy specifically. So like all of those things that it is that you're saying about like, well, what sex means to you, not just talking about like the physical aspects of pleasure, but like the emotional and even like spiritual aspect of like, maybe not spiritual. I'm throwing that word in there, but like the emotional aspect of like what sex means because you've been willing to do that deeper investigation, it has helped me understand how to meet your needs mm-hmm. and vice versa. Because like, I also want to feel connected to you sexually, physically, emotionally. I want to feel intimate. And like, I think for a while it was like, I mean, it still continues to be a struggle, but I think for a while it felt like a really big divide in our relationship and a huge disconnection because it just became about the physical act. It was like, well, I want to have more sex. I'm like, well, I don't know that I just want to like only do this act. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't any like more of a specificity or nuance around like what that was actually meaning, what need that was fulfilling, how to get there. Like, and like, yeah, all of those things. 
If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it opened up a, a new, a new talking point, you know what I'm saying? Like it kind of, again, it kind of goes down to like talking, you know, like it's not even so much about the act. It's like the pregame, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like the thinking about like a, I don't know why I'm going to, to a soccer metaphor, but like <laughs> do you mean foreplay <laughs> nah. well you know the like pre, the well, pre pre yeah like you know before before you before you, get to, before you get to the game you you gotta have a strategy you know what i'm saying and like you can't have the same strategy every time your opponent is gonna know what you're gonna do and that's not to say that you're what opponent is your are you partner. saying that i'm your opponent and i'm not saying that what i'm saying is that Wait, i think i got but, lost in the metaphor no nah, no nah, what i'm saying is is that y'all are both on the same team that's what i'm saying so okay. okay so we're both on the same team but if we keep doing the same play then they're gonna block it what i'm saying is we need to come up together with different yeah. strategies and i think like at the core of this this uh this conundrum is like the coming together like to me like that is one of the more fun aspects of it now that I'm learning about it is like how do we come up together to create a more sexually fulfilling or like a more fulfilling sexual life yeah between for sure both of us you yeah know what I'm saying like that's not just coming from me but that is also coming from you yeah and that's honoring both of our intentions in regards to how do we want to connect mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because yeah. at, the, at the core of it I would say that it's a spiritual act you know and because it's the two soul or like the two bodies coming together, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever, you know, however they are, you know what I'm saying? Like there's still, there's still energy being transmitted. So it could get, it would be a shame to just deduce that, like that, this component uh, to deduce it to something that is just this like physical rigid, act. this rigid yeah. idea of it just being a physical act. And yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's. Yeah, man, sex is quite the quite the conundrum, really, for I think for many folks and for us too. Yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, sex is awesome. So it's like, of course, you want to have it, you pursue it. It's like you think about it. It's it's a big part of our lives. It's a big part of a relationship. Um, wait, so I was gonna say something about going back to the actual thing, which I'm like, what is the thing again? To keep your partner is your partner what is it? do you have to have sex with a partner to keep them or mm-hmm. what is that the thing mm-hmm. well so oh man i had a really good point i think it was just that like it could easily if you're deducing it just to that physical act like it's really easy to go to a place of there you go, i need to have sex with my partner to keep him yeah so i need to have sex with my partner to keep him was like the point or keep them was the point to kind of like start us off on our topic and i think if we're just deducing it to this physical act and nothing else like there's a lot that can be lost as we said and in the mind of the person who doesn't feel like they are getting their sexual needs met then it could easily go to well then I'm unhappy Mm. and then I'm dissatisfied. And if you're continuously met with like, well, this is the thing. I just want more sex. If that's the request of the part, if that's the request or the expectation of your partner, I think it's kind of easy to just be like, well, I don't want to have sex at or whatever. Right. Like, or whatever it is that the partner is having their experience. Mm -hmm. 
And then I could easily be like, well, I'm dissatisfied. I don't want to do this anymore. This isn't working. Um, this sucks or whatever, right? Alternately, as the other person, if the other person is like, um, damn it, I had a really good point. I lost it. If the other person is not wanting to have sex, mm-hmm. oh no, if if the other person is feeling like there's an expectation from their partner, like solely on the sexual act or the physical sexual act, mm-hmm. then they might just be like, well, um, I have to like override whatever my own mm. organic rhythm or connection to pleasure is because I feel like I have to fulfill this expectation for my partner. Mm. Like if this is the belief, right? Like I need to have sex with my partner to keep him. I mean, I, I think that there is some nuance, but I, in terms of like what folks believe, but I feel like this is like pretty deeply ingrained into us as, as a whole, like collectively, yeah. especially as women. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I don't want him to find somewhere else. Um, I want him to be satisfied. So, I mean, I'm just speaking as like a woman who is in a hetero relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it has historically been easy for me to be like, well, I don't want to have sex, but I guess I will because <laughs> what other choice do I have? And it's like, it's a really shitty place to come from. Yeah. It's fucking horrific. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like I'm thinking good. back to those moments, you know, and yeah. then sometimes like that pressure would be explicit. And then sometimes it would just be like an implicit decision, like an implicit thing where I was just making it on my own because I was like, I was making that decision to engage in sex on my own because I was like, well, I guess this is what I have to do because of your partner. So, and I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about like previous partners. I'm like, okay, well, I guess this is, this is my role, (laughs) which is really fucking shitty. It sounds really like a shitty place to be in. I think that that's the some of the sad dynamics I think that can come out of that, you know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're, you're having to override. And I like that. I like that wording override your own, your own regulation, your own needs, you're overriding it for your partner. And, you know, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be that, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it should, there should be some sort of like aspect of like, I get to, I get to, you know, do this with my partner. Or like, I want to just yeah. like, I genuinely I genuinely really want to. And I think that was like one of the first things that I said to you when we first started dating. And I was like, I am learning about myself in a different way. And when I have sex with you, I want to want it. Mm-hmm. And like you have been <laughs> a fucking rock star and just being like so patient around like, all right, like we're learning how to navigate this together. Mm-hmm. So I just like want to like big ups to you because you've been like, cool, like you want to learn a different relationship with like what turns you on and what has you feel intimate and like what gets you in the mood for sex. Cool. Like that's, I mean, maybe you weren't saying <laughs> cool, but you're like, that's a way to approach it. But like, at least that, you know, like when we're having sex, it's because I'm like, I really, really want to. I'm not like faking it. I'm not doing it because I feel obliged to do it or because I feel bad for you. Because wouldn't that feel hella shitty as a partner? Be like, oh, my wife is having sex with me just because she feels bad. I mean, thanks. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know what other folks would say, but, you know, it, it could be easily going into that realm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, they're just having it just because, you know, they feel bad for me. 
And you know, that's a again, again, it's a it's a sad. It's not that it's a sad dynamic. Maybe the dynamic fulfills something for somebody there, but it is kind of a strange dynamic that could be built there. You know, of like the feeling of of uh, I'm gonna say pity, but you know, like 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 that aspect is gone of like wanting to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, so how do you get to a point with your partner where you were, where both of you want to? You know, what I'm saying like I think that 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 that's really important but i think it goes back to that override that you're talking about i think knowing you're when you're overriding and and as a partner that you're you're like because i know that i've fallen into that 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 trap i feel like you know i'm like that equation you know saying like we're not having a lot of sex equals i'm not happy Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily true, but in my mind, the equation, that equation leads to a negative, like a negative, you know what I'm saying? I imagine imagine so. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) oh man, we're not having any sex, man, our our relationship sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like our relationship's not it because we're not having sex, you know what I'm saying? And like, and and there could definitely be a reframe there, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I think that I've had to work with that because it's like, like you said, you're in this process, and I think I am too, where we're figuring it out. And I think like there that doesn't mean that like I mean, I don't want to say like, man, you know, we need to have sex like every fucking day. I mean, you know, that's not like that's not what I want, first of all, but like it also feels really heavy to even think that even on my end of like how much do I actually want? Like, what's a real number for me? And I think I'm starting to figure that out. Like, I had a number. I think now I'm starting to realize, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have to second guess that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm kind of going back and, like, trying to figure that out myself. And, but again, it's, like, the constant, like, like, I think thinking about it, but also, okay. like, questioning it and, like, really understanding, like, what exactly is it that I want and need? Because... It could, again, it could be really easy to go into like, I need to have sex four times out of the week. And if I'm not having that, then that means that equals I'm not happy mm-hmm. or, you know, or like this relationship's not fulfilling and, and, uh, and that could be really dangerous, I think, you know, for, for the partnership. Yeah. For the partnership. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think so two things. One, I was just noticing, like, I mean, I think there are times where. I have definitely heard how often other people are having sex or like how other, how often other women actually want to have sex with their partner. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, for real? <laughs> like, for real, you're having sex that often or for real, you want to have sex that often? I'm like, wow, okay. Like some, you know, whatever, like, and it doesn't even, ultimately it doesn't even like matter what the number is. Just the fact that I'm like, just the sheer fact that I was comparing myself, I think is an issue. Mm. I'm like, oh, that I'm making myself wrong. Um, Or I'm making myself like, I'm just looking at like, oh, okay, this is so different. Maybe I could or should be more like this other person is like, that's not the, that's not the frame to come from, obviously, like having some more grace and compassion for myself, because then that does lead to curiosity the second thing, so that leads me to the second response that I was going to say, which is, um, as the, as the partner, you're like, okay, well, you know, what does sex mean to me? Blah, blah, blah. That's what you're saying. So for me, I'm like, all right, well then if I don't want to 
engage in sex in the same way that I had in the past where I'm just kind of like, fine, I'll just have sex with you because whatever, like fine. And I want to actually like be, I think for me, it feels like integrous and authentic. I'm like, want to do it when I want to, Mm -hmm. um, because that's what makes it feel good. Then I'm like, cool. Then like, how can I create more situations where I'm like, where that is organically birthed out of me? You know what I'm Mm. saying? Or that is organically emerging, whether that's like creating safety, play, uh, rest, like all of those things where I'm like, oh, now I'm actually like have more access to like being in the mood and like want, as opposed to just like running myself ragged and being super tired. And I can never even like think about it. (laughs) Like every time I go to the spa, I'm like, wow, I just want to come home and jump your bones. Like, this is great. I feel so rested. (laughs) So, so what I'm saying is, is like, for me, that has been really like quite revolutionary in, in the beginning, it felt like it was just like a passive investigation, but because you began to name your needs very specifically and like why that was important to you at those different levels and layers, it challenged me to really begin to think like, okay, so under what circumstances, like, do I want to engage in this and how, and like, how do we want to make it fun? Or like, how do we want to make it more routine? Like, how can we invite more of that in where, where it feels good to connect in that way? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of curiosity, a lot of curiosity, and, but also I think like just being like, I mean, like I just said, I just said it a couple of minutes ago, like, you know, I had, there's like a constant, like revising a revision, you know what I'm saying? Like you're constantly revising your theory of like, huh, I think I need to have sex, blah, blah, blah. Or like, you know, what if it looks this way, blah, blah, blah. And then you revise it, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you go back to it, you look at it again and you're like, oh man, maybe, maybe I could do it. A, maybe we could do it a different way. Maybe I need something else, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> something else so so there's a constant like looking at it you know saying it's a revolving uh concept and you and and i think one of the things that's that's fun to me about it is like there's this aspect of like doing it together yeah you know what i'm saying a little project that we get to work yeah it's a project that we get together and look man we you know plan is to be with you until i'm dead so or until one of us is dead and then you know and then then do it all over again next lifetime do it again (laughs) all over again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you know what I'm saying you got you got oh not a whole bunch of time but you know you got a little bit of time though you know what I'm saying like kind of takes the pressure off a little bit to, to, mm-hmm. to, to, to figure it out but you know if again it could be a really young idea you know it could be really young as to what exactly is it that you need around sex uh and if you don't got some some of those pieces then you know it's is it's, I think it's important to talk to other folks Mm-hmm. you know about it i think like it, maybe not the comparing piece but like there is value and i think talking about it because we don't talk about it enough mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like i just shared what my dad taught I me mean, he didn't i didn't share exactly what he told me because i want to kind of put him on blast but like <laughs> it, it, I mean, know that i know what he said <laughs> it's pretty wild like his theory was pretty wild it's not actually that far-fetched from like american pie like what the dad said to the what did that say he's like it's like something the line was like it's like um 
a home it's like biting into a homemade apple pie <laughs> that's definitely not what my dad was saying but i feel like it was like parallel <laughs> close yes but you know bless his soul he, i don't know i think he was i don't know what he was trying to do in the moment but uh you know it, it's always stuck with me the image has stuck with me like first time he talked about it my mom's never talked to me about it yeah that's wild so you know she's that never she's never even like mentioned sex around me i feel like so it's like these babies just came out of nowhere out of nowhere <laughs> from the miracle just of popped up out of nowhere immaculate conception yeah so it, it is important to talk about it you know whether i mean obviously you're not gonna tell everybody about your sex life not like this podcast episode you mean yeah but you know <laughs> I, I i'm comfortable enough to share at least at least you know i'm comfortable to share like these pieces of me because again i haven't figured it out but i i hope that i encourage other folks that are in a similar position like of trying to figure it out mm -hmm. that like it's okay and we don't need to have it figured out yet and also like to check ourselves when we're pressuring our partners in that you know what i'm saying because it's it could be real it could be real dangerous as to where we're going and then that, also and, and alternately that. like asking for what you need though too of course like that's not to say that you can't you know you shouldn't share any of the stuff but yeah i think like getting to that point where you can communicate like what exactly is it that you need mm -hmm. out of out of sex so that there's not this ultimatum because that's when i when i read this mm -hmm. th this question or this phrase like it almost feels like an ultimatum yeah you know i'm saying like i need to have sex with my partner to keep them and want to just be careful with that we're not putting our partners in ourselves in that in that in that kind of situation you know yeah yeah i've been presented with ultimatums before and it doesn't feel good yeah actually it feels pretty bad and ultimately that ended up that ended up ending our relationship so Ooh. A, a previous partner oh, would okay. present ultimatums to me like yeah. would say things like gotcha like do you want me to go find it somewhere else like oh you must not love me i mean obviously this is like maybe different but i mean definitely is bordering if not full-on just abusive mm -hmm. saying like oh you must not love me and then throw tantrums and then leave like well i don't be with you anymore if you're not gonna have sex with me so i mean yeah 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 again it's just again I, I go back to the inner child i go back to the, the young it's just it feels really young and just because it's young that doesn't mean that we get to get away with like abuse yeah that, that we you get to get away like, with, that like, doesn't justify that. that like if anything like it's it's time to check in with that young person inside of yourself that really needs that like talk to me that's what really what it is you know like you need to have that talk like with yourself like mm -hmm. you need to go and learn that and and work on it so yeah yeah i thought it would kind of be like an i don't know if it would be like a nice note to end on but i was curious at the beginning of all this as like what you would want makai and amate to to think and feel about sex as they grow up mm -hmm. i mean they're we're all sexual beings right so like 
I'm curious what your thoughts on that are. Like, what do I want them to be? But I mean, they're going to be their own person. So my hope is that they believe. Believe? I mean, I mean, that they can make requests, that they can respect their partners, uh, respect their partner's decision, that they can hear their partners, that they can hear themselves, and that they can hold it you know what i'm saying like that they could hold it and Mm. and i think uh i think be curious about their sexual like experience on this earth Mm -hmm. you know and 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 not necessarily constantly interrogated i don't want them to be like me (laughs) they're (laughs) they're just consistently interrogating but everything (laughs) i interrogate everything but like no i love that about you uh I love that about myself too, but sometimes I'm like, all right, dog, it's enough questions. Why I married you? Yeah, but you know, I I would like them to have a, a introspective view or like them being able to interrogate that part of themselves for them to feel fulfilled in their life in this area of their life. Yeah, you know, and that may be not having sex at all. You know, they may turn out to be you know asexuals. I don't know, but it's yeah it's 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 whatever whatever they decide that they're that they're able to to uh respect their bodies respect their 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 needs and and respect their partners and attunement curiosity compassion Mm -hmm. what about you um i think those were all really great i always remember the training that i did with sumi our doula who i adore she was talking about a young person in her life who was, I think, six at the time. So this like really struck me because this was before Makai was born. So this is, I had never conceptualized having a conversation with that young of a child about sex. I think that kid was like five or six. She's like, yeah, like me and this young child have conversations about sex often they're all birth workers so they're constantly around sex it's like I tell her like it feels good it's fun it's pleasurable um and so like the de-stigma why are you laughing just making me think of one of my students one of my former students oh okay Mm -hmm. the de-stigmatizing around like not de-stigmatizing but like taking this thing that has historically been like dirty taboo shameful like in the shadows um and bringing it to the forefront just being like yeah this is a way that we connect um it's something to do intentionally but it can be fun and pleasurable like i want them i want our kids to also know those things that it doesn't have to be like this is probably for another episode but it doesn't have to be something that's shameful but also like to me I think I see this at somehow connecting and I'm not sure I've connected these dots fully, but like, if you're not shaming it, then they're able to like really connect to this d- deeper part of themselves to inquire about it, like stay with themselves and grow the capacity for their own attunement, which will hopefully, if not to, for sure, be able to bridge that connection with somebody else. Like if they have attunement to themselves and they can hold that for somebody else mm-hmm. or at least grow that capacity to be curious. So like- to have meaningful connection, to understand impact, to have empathy, like, because when you're having sex, most of the time you're having it with other or another person, other people. So mm-hmm. or maybe not most of the time, but that's yeah. what we're talking about here. It's personal. Yeah. yeah, you're right. 
Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, that's what I would hope for, at least in this iteration of myself. Yeah. Anything else? No, nah, this is a, this is an interesting one. I think like so cool. too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that's it for this episode. Thank you. Yeah. Have a great sense. have a great night. Or day. Or, day. <laughs> or, or lunch. You're eating lunch. Have a good lunch. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And that's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you for listening to Not Your Mommy's Advice podcast. We hope our stories resonated with you. And if you found this valuable and love what we do, share our podcast with a friend or a family member, leave a rating and subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. Until next time.